if they don't like you, that's not a reflection on you. You know who your character is. You know where your heart is. You know you're there to serve others. If they don't like you, or if they don't accept you, that's a reflection on them. Steven Falardo, welcome to the David Nurse Show, a special edition sessions where we're going to unpack the roadblock in your life. So everybody listening to this, you'll be able to take away what Stephen and I dive deep on today. Stephen, welcome to the podcast, and let's just let's just get after it, man. What is holding you back from where you are today? to the person you want to be tomorrow, the future. Th thanks for having me on, David. Uh, so absolutely. Being able to make in-person connections has always been hard for me. Um, it, it's something that as a kid, like I, I struggled having any sort of friendships or connections there. So we're, we're going to go deep there. <laughs> um, okay, okay, okay. I feel like a lot of that holds me back today. All right. Well, let's talk about it. All right. So in-person connections. Now, I, I think I sense you've mastered the online connections, the reach outs, to be able to pour into people. That's how we got connected. You've, uh, Out of the kindness of your heart, you've supported my book. You support the work that I do. We've become friends through that. So that part you've mastered. But let's talk about the in-person, the making friends as a kid let's start back there let's go back to the past what stood out to you what was hard about it were you being rejected were you being picked on and bullied let's go back into the young steven yeah so i mean as a kid like i was getting bullied every day i was getting picked on beat up like and, and so i kind of just withdrew into the shell um and also part of that was i was just getting diagnoses in every every corner from like anxiety to depression to whole other variety of mental health diagnoses and i've recently started being able to reframe those but still there there's that part of me that feels like i just when when it comes to meeting people in person like i don't want to say something and just like turn them off right away yeah so there's an anxiety because of your past, of your childhood, that when you meet somebody today, there's a fear that you might say something that makes them not like you. Am I, am I reading that right? 100%. So when you were a kid, all right, what, what was it that people were picking on you? Was it just because, or was there something that, that you feel like you said, or what instigated in your mind, what instigated the bullying? Nothing is really, I, there's no reason to bully, obviously, but something instigated it. Oh, man, it, it was everything. I, I mean, I, I wear contacts still, but as a kid, I, I was always wearing glasses. So got got the four eyes comments. Uh, yep. I, I have a relatively large nose. So that, that was another thing. Kids would constantly say I had a big nose. I've always taken some hmm. time to think about my thoughts and gather them. And so I've talked slow my, my entire life or slower than most people. 
so uh, I've gotten called robot and th this even carried on in jobs later on in life. So um, all those things, um, plus like be being in some special education classes. So I was going to call it sped or like retard mm -hmm. or th things. Yep. Like so as a mindset coach to top NBA performers, CEOs, Hollywood actors, and just high performers of all level, the, the main thing that these top performers have to be is locked in mentally and locked in physically. Now, I've dealt with a lot of optimization products that have done one or the other, but I've never had something that does both of these. Mental acuity and physical domination, and that is GoExec. GoExec is built differently. So are you, so am I. Scientifically backed, GoExec has carefully formulated a product that supports ATP production, mitochondrial biogenesis, improves blood flow, and protects your cells from oxidative stress leading to cellular aging. The results in increased mental clarity, sustained energy, and delayed cellular aging, GoExec has become my go-to, and here's why. Let me tell you about this thing called BioPQQ. Nobody is using this. This is a booster of energy, endurance, longevity. BioPQQ has scientifically been shown to slow the aging process. Isn't that what we're all trying to do is stay young, slower the aging process, increase energy levels. Yeah, I'll take that and improve cognition function. How, why wouldn't you want to have higher cognitive firing brain synapses? It won the Ingrinda Editor's Choice Awards for Ingredient with the Best Science. The Ingredient with the Best Science. Yeah, it works. Mind and body. Go exec. Go get it. I use it when I step on stage to speak, when I get behind the mic and I podcast. Go exec is my go-to. Yep. So when somebody is different than others, they become an easy target and become easy to be picked on and easy be, to be put down. So you are carrying a weight from your childhood to where you are right now that makes you feel like you aren't good enough for that person that you're meeting. You feel like you aren't worthy enough that you shouldn't be in that same room or that same meeting with that person that you are coming into personal conversation with. Is that correct? Yep. Okay. 100%. So correct. now, so now let's think about this, okay? This person that you are meeting, all right? This new person that you're meeting. Everything from the past is gone. The past is only to learn, to teach, to be able to take into our present moment and into our future self. There's nothing of the past that defines you. Right now, you still have this feeling of, well, this is who I was. This is what happened to me. This is probably going to happen again. Every single moment that goes on from here on out, this moment is different than the moment before, is different than the moment before. It's all a brand new, fresh start. So when you go into this next conversation with somebody, this baggage that you had of the past is no longer you. Now, there's different ways to let go of this. You've probably heard of some of these of you can write down everything that you feel like you are insufficient in or not good enough and throw it into a fire and burn it. It's a physical way to take a mental and actually release it. That's one way to do it. Or, I mean, the more powerful way, I think, is just literally saying, 
you know, this is the reverse alter ego effect right here, Stephen. This is the, that was you of the past. This is you now. And the way to do that is the same way as the alter ego, where you give yourself a name like a Beyonce saying Sasha Fierce. Give yourself a nickname to be a different person. Give yourself an, a reverse alter ego nickname, Little Stevie. I, I tell people that I'll say Little Davey, me of the past. I'll even go back and you know what's so funny? Like all of us have something in our past that we aren't like, oh, ooh, cringeworthy about, you know? Like I, I looked at old Facebook messages that I sent out when Facebook was first around. I was like, oh my gosh, who is this guy? That is embarrassing. But I don't say like that is me. I have transformed. I've had a metamorphosis, as have you. That was little Davy of the past. Now I'm David right now. You are Steven right now. So there has to be some type of forgiveness of that person of the past. Does that resonate? Yeah. Yeah, it does. Is there, powerful. does that feel like something you can do? Have you already tried that? Well, what is, what's going through your mind when I'm telling you this? So, so I've tried something like that. So I've like written to myself, I've forgiven myself for a lot of the stuff that I have done in the past. Um, Cause like you said, we all do things in the past where we're not very proud of it or we've completely changed as a person. And so that aspect I've tried, I've done, but I, I, there's still something about going up to someone that I don't know that that's like, just, it seems daunting for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. You're worried what they will think of you. You're worried if they will accept you your whole life. You've been in a human existence. We want to be accepted by others. Now, what if you put this different hat on the next person that you meet in person who you haven't met before and think about what's going through their mind? Do you think they have life all together? They have it all figured out? They've got everything in line? Or do you think there's some type of anxiety, some type of fear, some type of I'm not good enough that they're coming into that interaction with? De definitely the latter. I, I think yeah. a lot of us wear masks. Oh, yeah, yeah. A lot of us wear masks, but there's this, there's this collision happening between two broken individuals, two broken humans. We are human. We are all broken. We are only saved through the love of Jesus. We know this, but we're two broken individuals coming into this conversation where both sides are trying to have this dance of, well, do you like me? Oh, do you like me? Oh, should I listen to you? Oh, should I listen to you? But when it comes to the point of knowing that that person that you are meeting they can do nothing for you. Yeah, they might do something for you, ultimately, but there is no pressure of you have to impress them. When the impression of impressing is taken off, that's when you can fully be yourself. It's a great thing that, I, that one time a, a friend of mine, he told me we're in this room of just, you know, from the outside looking in is these all these high influential business owners and these, you know, these big names. And he said, we're in the back of the room. He said, David, there's nothing anybody in this room can do for me. Nobody in this room is going to stop and get in the way of the plan that God has for me. Nobody. It doesn't matter if everybody in this room doesn't like me. Nobody can stop his plan. And having that understanding of a weapon in your sword belt when you go into meeting somebody 
will help alleviate the pressure. I truly believe it will. It might feel awkward at first, but understand like the greatest gift that you can give to somebody is just helping them feel comfortable. If you're so comfortable in your own skin, it's helping them feel comfortable. And that's going to, it's going to take a lot, a lot of load off the weight that you're carrying on your shoulders. Wow. How do you feel? How do you feel when, I, when I'm talking? Is, is, is any of this resonating? Or you're like, David, this is just, this doesn't make any sense, or I don't think this will work. What's, what's going through your head? I looked up some stats on this. Check this out. This is incredible. 31% of adults worldwide have more confidence based on clear skin. 31, that's almost one third of people like, hey, you got clear skin, you're more confident. Get this, better looking people, meaning of this term, the clear skin is we're putting that with, earn 12% more financially over their lifetime. 12% more, that, that literally could be millions of dollars. You are investing a lot into the lab, into the science, into yeah. the research. It is so far a no brainer why anybody would try, would use anything else other than one skin? Like, is there any, is there anything like you can even think of that makes sense? Like I'm trying to, and I can't, I want to say out of the kindness of your guy's heart, you are providing for our listeners, a special pricing code, which will be in the show notes. So look in the show notes to try out one skin for yourself. Strongly recommend to subscribe to our newsletter. We want to empower everyone because we know that the choices that we are making today will definitely impact how you're, oh. you know, are going to age tomorrow. No, the, this is making so much sense. Uh, and I, I think for one, one of the hard things I, that I find about connecting with new people, um, other than what we've already talked about, is like I hate surface level conversations. Like I, I can go deep all day long, but when I go in somewhere and it's just the typical like, "Oh, how are you doing? Good, <laughs> fine, what, whatever." Like it, it, there's no depth to the conversation, and I just shut myself off at the gym or going into a store, I have this like the, this like face that like kind of shuts people off. Like I, I just am very stoic about it. Yeah. And I understand that surface level conversations are boring to an extent, but there also has to be some type of layer, slow layer peel back to be able to get to the deep. It's always the most awkward when people will come up to me and be like, well, what is the most exciting thing that you have on your mind that you haven't shared with anybody? I'm like, whoa, wait, I, I, do I know you? Like, I, why would I share this with you? We, we ain't going this deep. I don't know you that well. So the surface level ultimately has to happen to be able to get to the deep level. Now, the surface level doesn't have to be like, uh, oh, what do you do? What do you do? I mean, you could like one of the tools and tactics that I use is is I will find something about somebody and generally encourage them about it or point it out, call out some type of positive thing that somebody else might not have said. Or I'll just go in with something brash because I really don't care that and I'll try something new each time and look at it almost like a game. Now, I'm not being mean in a way of saying something that's going to make them feel uncomfortable, but I want to say something that sparks a conversation. So there's Surface level will happen. It doesn't have to be the same type of surface level, but you can have these different types of questions of igniters or, or genuine encouragement things of like, you know, people 
somebody that's wearing really like nice Jordans or something, you know, they're going to be a sneakerhead. So the first thing you could say is like, Oh man, those are the coolest Jordans. Like what, what edition are they? And now you've opened up some type of conversation that they are interested in. Now they're more likely to get into a deeper conversation. Now you're more likely to connect on a different level than obviously just Jordans alone, but there has to be an entry point. That makes sense. So let's say, how do you think you can, in the next interaction with somebody you haven't met before, how do you think you can, you can change it up? Can you try something new? What can be the game plan going into it? Because there's, there's three levels of life. Like we're talking about the past. That's little Stevie. Anything from the past is no longer who you are. That's gone. That's we're, we're shedding yourself of that. You're burning that you are forgiving yourself of that. The present moment is going to be when you are interacting with somebody in the present. And this is all leading to the future self of who you are of somebody who can spark up conversation and connect with anybody that you meet with in person, the three different levels. So what, if you're going into a conversation, meeting somebody in person, what's something that you can actively think about and doing? It could be things that we talked about today or things that are coming coming to your mind right now. I think one, one thing I've been thinking about in regard to this is actually just observing more of the surrounding, uh, observing more about that person as I'm going into the situation and commenting about it. Uh, mm and striking up conversation around that. Yeah. So an observation, kind of like we talked about with the Jordan shoes example. Yeah, exactly. Great. And having that tool, having some kind of spark to go in with also with the understanding, remember that they're coming in with baggage. It's this collision of broken people together. And then also the understanding of if, if they don't like you, that's not a reflection on you. You know who your character is. You know where your heart is. You know you're there to serve others. If they don't like you or if they don't accept you, that's a reflection on them. We don't know what people are going through at the present moment that we interact with them. They could have had the worst day of their life. We have no idea. It's a reflection on what's going inside of them. So there's zero pressure. Nobody can do anything for you to get in the way of God's plan for you. You have a spark tool to be able to use to spark up conversation that can go below, start at surface, but then eventually go below, see if that connects. If it doesn't, no harm, no foul. You're not going to connect with everybody. And then thirdly, knowing that, hey, we don't know what they're going through. It might not be the right time. It might not be the right connection. And if you have those three aspects in a personal connection, you're going to feel, I think, a lot more comfortable with going into these situations. Absolutely. Thank, thank you so much. Yeah, Good. for sure. Thanks for coming on the show and diving <laughs> deep into the session. I think this is something that a lot of people need though. It's not, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's almost a social anxiety that is developed by having to communicate with other people that doesn't necessarily need to be there because we know that we're all broken. We all don't have it together. Even the people that might look like it or the people that you meet who in society's eyes might be at a higher level, it doesn't matter. They're a human being. Treat everybody like a human being. And ultimately, those, those, those conversations will become 
much easier and those connections will become stronger. Right. It, if you don't mind me asking, come on, what, what are your, what are your thoughts around like the lonely loneliness epidemic going on right now? The loneliness epidemic of males that everybody's talking about. Man, males and females. Males or yeah, females. Well, males. I think, yeah. Well, I mean, I think anytime somebody is creating insane, sensing an epidemic, it's probably been there for a while and it's just something somebody's bringing light to. So there's always been this type of thing that's happened. I don't necessarily know if it's more now. Maybe it is. But here, my thing is that, that human beings were not created to go through life alone. They weren't created for that. But there's also a sense of if you don't find your soulmate, then you will be alone. I don't think there's a way that you can force that. You can actively look for it and like making your non-negotiables for what you want in a spouse and never settling for that, but also not feeling that you're alone in that. Because we're not, we're never alone. We have God is with us. The Holy Spirit that you've accepted, you're going with you. It's just different timing for different people. So you can look at it of like, oh, I'm alone. I look over at this couple. I wish that I had somebody there with me. But but the danger is if it's not that right person, if you're trying to force a square peg into a circle, then it's going to make you even more miserable. So I would look at the person who is alone and envy them more than person in a terrible relationship. So it's just understanding that if, if you are feeling alone, you're not. That's a time and a season of life you're in. You can find friends around you, family around you, other people who are feeling alone. Join a community to be part of it. There's always ways to not feel alone while knowing that you are made to be man and and wife husband and wife sorry if that offends anybody but that's the way it is and that's just how i'm gonna say it so that's what we are created to be so an understanding that i know it's it's a it's a blanket cliche answer to say god's timing but he doesn't mess up so people that are feeling alone he's, he's not messing up and leaving you alone for sure i appreciate you answering and being real about that thank you steven Thanks for coming on, man. Thank you for being real. Thank you for opening up. This is going to help a lot of people that are going through similar situations of a social anxiety or beating themselves up in the past and being able to come on here, man, and be vulnerable about this is the only way that anybody, not just you, not just me, but anybody, anybody out there listening can work through this. So Stephen Farlado, did I mess it? Did I mess it up? Yep, you did, <laughs> but that, oh, that's okay. <laughs> come on, French is so hard. Stephen, French is so hard. I've just been calling you Stephen Farah because the whole Lado, Ladu, Lada, it's just too tough, man. French people, like, yeah, yeah, you got good bread and bakeries and stuff, but the, the words are too hard. I've heard every pronunciation. It is Falardo. Falardo. Yeah. Ah! yeah, man, that's awesome. Hey, Stephen, Falardo. Thank you for coming on, my brother. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Dude, that was awesome. How'd you...